0: God as his children and um, as we allow the truth of this identity go deeper into our hearts this is able to bring transformation into our lives and allows us to continue growing in our identity with Christ because it doesn't happen overnight it doesn't happen as a one-off thing it is a process um, and I'm just going to sort of share a bit about my testimony um, Just sort of explain that, really. Um, I used to be really shy growing up. I mean, some people, when I came to the church, oh, I don't know, 25 years ago, I think, um, people have sort of said, oh, yes, you were really, really shy. But when I was growing up, I used to be even more shy than that. So um, God has done such a great work in me. I used to be so shy at school. I remember we'd have English lessons and I'd have to be just reading like a tiny bit of the, the book we were studying or something, and I'd count like how many people were in front of me to figure out what portion of book I was having to read and I would be like frantically um, poring over it and then even when I came to reading I was panicking because um, it was just so horrible for me to, to talk to people um, and even as I grew up later in my 20s I did go on a mission actually which was quite brave um, but uh, <laughs> yeah I don't know quite know how that happened but um, one of the leaders there a lady she was um, I don't know how old she was maybe in her 30s um, and she told me So oh yes I used to be painfully shy when I was a kid or when I was younger and God sort of dealt with it and I was thinking yeah well that's good for you but I'm not sure it's going to happen to me um, and uh, it's, it's It's been a process, it's been a process, and I think God has just moved in little bits of my life, bit by bit by bit, um, over that time, and it hasn't been a dramatic um, thing, but it's been a a long process which he's moved in. Uh, One of my favourite scriptures throughout my life has been Psalm 139, Um, it's probably quite well known to a lot of people, and it's just, it's been an anchor to me, Um, it's given me so much comfort over the years to know that God knows me completely absolutely every element of my life he knows it and he is there for me even when I felt unsure and when I felt I didn't know who I was or what to do in situations so I'm just going to read that now so Psalm uh, 139 verses 1 to 12 you have searched me Lord and you know me you know when I sit and when I rise you perceive my thoughts from afar You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your presence, your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will be not dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. When I look back over my life, I do see that I am a very different person and I am very surprised to be standing here, as people may (laughs) may understand, really surprised, (laughs) Um, but I just see that God has continued to keep on transforming my life little bit by little bit, as much as I could cope with at the time, sometimes a bit bigger, um, but he still got me there and I've often felt that I wasn't good enough or I wasn't perfect, I wasn't perfect enough, But as I look back, I see that he's met me in those places, the places where I felt I haven't been good enough and where I have had fear and I have had uncertainty. He's not expected me to be perfect. He's met me in the places where I didn't even know, like we talk about identity, I didn't know what it meant to be a child of God. What what does that mean? How do I do that? He's met me there and he's caused me to grow and he's caused me to be changed, to be more and more like him and how he wants me to be. And he doesn't want us to be perfect, or he doesn't expect us to be perfect. He knows that we're humans, and he wants us to know him in the places where we feel imperfect. And he wants us to ask him into those places where we are lacking. He's not expecting us to be there now, because that's not going to happen until heaven. He's wanting us to, to ask him in where we feel we are weak, and in the places where it's a mess, and where we don't think our thoughts and our actions are expressing our true identity as God's children. It's in these places where we need to know and we need to accept and receive God's deep acceptance of us and God's great love for us um, as our Heavenly Father. And it's here that we need to experience that we are fully known, that we are fully accepted, that we are fully and completely loved in those places. Because where we feel inadequate... Guilt can creep in and we don't feel we're living up to God's life. It's those places that God wants to heal us. He wants to transform us into more and more into his image. And he wants to strengthen that identity that he's got for us. And the fact that he knows us fully, he knows us completely, he knows our thoughts before we even think them, he, ne- he knows our thoughts, the good thoughts and the bad thoughts, before they're even there, He shows his complete faithfulness to us because he knows us in those places and he still loves us. He's got this covenant love, a love that cannot be broken and he is entirely committed to us even though he knows us absolutely completely. So that's why we can let him in to those places where we feel like we're not good enough sometimes, where we've made mistakes that maybe nobody knows about, just us and God. He knows us And he fully accepts us. And he calls us his own in those places. He's got a hope and a future for all of us. And he wants to work all things out for our good. Even those places that we don't feel maybe don't measure up. And we can trust him. We can trust that he's working in us. We can trust that he's moving in us. And he's moving us on and he's transforming us bit by bit. And there's nothing that he doesn't know about us. I, I think that's amazing. I think it's so amazing that he, there's nothing that, he, that we could surprise him with. He knows our inner workings. He knows our motivations. He knows the way we're going to act, the way we're going to think. He knows all the triggers, all the, everything that, that our, our lives are like. He knows that. He knows what triggers a response. He knows what brings us up, what brings us down, what raises us up and what pushes us down. He knows all those things. And he wants to move in those things. He wants to show his love in those places. His hand of peace is there for us in those places. And he wants to bring us the security of his love in those places. Every place our heart goes to, every place our mind goes to, he's there. He wants to show us his goodness there. He wants to guide us there. And even in the dark places, he is there. He is holding us and he is guiding us. And the darkness is no match to him because he sees it just like the day. He is the same in both night and in the day. There's nothing too big for God to handle because darkness is as light to him. And we can sometimes feel that in our negative situations, they're big enough to hide us from God. They're big us to hide us from his presence, from his freedom. But it's here that we can ask him in and ask him to show us his perspective. And he will bring the transformation in those places. His truth is that the darkness is no match to him because the darkness is not dark to him. The night will shine like the day because the darkness is as light to him. And he has had the, he's had the victory over all darkness. He's won that on the cross. So he's done it. And he has the victory. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 55 to 57 says, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? For sin is the sting that results in death. And the law gives sin its power. But thank God, he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what he's done. He's nailed it to the cross so that we can be more than conquerors in all the things we face. And this is the truth for us in all our circumstances. Romans 8, verse 38 to 39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen, yes. As his children, because we are united with Christ and we are seated in heavenly places with Christ, we are more than conquerors over all the things that trouble us and over the things where we fall short and over the things where we find difficult. We are his children. We are more than conquerors through him who works in us and who loves us. Who is this Jesus? This Jesus, the one who we share the DNA with as his children, Is our Heavenly Father, He is the one who protects us, He is the one who brings us into freedom in all the areas that we struggle with because He knows us and He knows what to do, He knows how to help us, He knows how to move us forward. As we allow Him deeper into our hearts to show us His truth of who we are and who He is, He will bring transformation more and more into our hearts and minds and to enable us to walk more freely in that new reality as his children. When we receive God's revelation in our hearts as to who he is and who we are as his children, we do begin to see life with a different light and we see it with a different perspective from God's perspective. And that is the true identity that we have. God's perspective is our reality. God's perspective of who we are is the truth. He is the one that turns our mourning into dancing and our sorrow into joy. He has called us and he is faithful. And because he is faithful, he is the one that does it. It isn't up to us. It's him. We allow him in and he does the work. He will make the way clear for us. He will bring us into those places of transformation where we find it hard. And it will affect those around us as well. It will affect our friends and our families as we intentionally build the community, as we intentionally love people and we share our lives with people and we share our hearts with people, then they will see God at work in our lives and they will see what the difference is that he's made in our lives as God's children. So if you're here today and you don't know Jesus and you don't know God as your Heavenly Father, can I invite you to think on him and to consider him. He wants to live in relationship with all of us as his children and he has made the way possible by sending Jesus into the world to die in our place and to forgive us from all that we've done wrong and to bring us into that right relationship with God and live as our true identity as his children. I mentioned when I last spoke um, at church that I've been trying to invite God into these times where I've been experiencing negative emotions like fear and anxiety. And when I've felt these emotions, I'm learning to make a conscious decision at that point to bring him in and ask him and talk to him about what's bothering me. Rather than just carrying on in my day and just getting on with it but feeling rubbish, I've just, when I've had, you know, when I've been able to make the time, you know, put the time aside, I can quickly go and invite Jesus in to that situation there and then. And I'll often tell him that I do, that's what I'm doing. I'm consciously inviting him into this place of anxiety or unease or frustration, and ask him at those times if there's a lie I'm believing, um, and then I just wait for him to speak to me. And often I'll feel his presence because I've opened up my heart and I give him space to talk to me. And then sometimes he'll bring something to mind, like I'll have a memory of something or something someone said or something that's happened in the past maybe, or an impression that I'm feeling, believing something that isn't correct. And then I give that to him and I ask him to show me what the truth is, what his truth is, relating to that matter. So sometimes I might need to forgive somebody, or it might be a case of just ex- exchanging that lie and asking him what the truth is. And I journal it down sometimes, because especially if it's a scripture or something, then I'd like to go back to it. And I'm finding that it's in those little bits, those little tiny times along the way, where Jesus is bringing that transformation, because it's a gradual thing. And I can look back and I see how far God's taken me so far. And it's just it is really encouraging to look back to see where God has moved and you can see what he's done and then you can praise him for that. And that's what I've been doing. Um, Thank you. And so I'd just like to invite us now um, to spend a few moments with Jesus and ask him to talk to us about the things that maybe we're struggling with. So if you are feeling anxious or weary or stuck in a situation where you don't know what to do and you need God to move him, then I'm just going to invite you to tell Jesus about it. We're going to have a bit of music in the background and we'll just have a peace, time of quiet where we just invite God into the situation and ask him if you're believing lies about things, about yourself or about him, and ask him to show you what his truth is in, that, in this moment. Um, You can stand or you can sit wherever you feel comfortable, um, but we're just going to just play a piece of music and just ask God into this time right now. So, Lord God, I just pray that your Holy Spirit will come and meet us where we all are right now. Come and minister your healing and your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.